Hello, is this Ariel? Um, hello? (laughs) (laughs) We have fun. I didn't think it was you for a second. Oh, really? (laughs) You're like, um, hello? (laughs) I was trying to think of something funny, and then I was like, you know what, I'll just say hi. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. We're live. We're recording. Oh, and... oh, yeah. That's, that's how. That, that's just how it goes. Oh my god, <laughs> this is so cool. I know, right? And so the sound will be much better probably than our last one, which is great. <laughs> um, but how are you? How are you today? Doing good. Just finished my work day. So oh, yeah, still working. <laughs> still working from home. So, yeah, just staying busy and just taking it one day at a time. That's yeah, we have all. another we have another month of this, I heard. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. So, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to stay home as long as I can because that's the safest thing that you're supposed to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it's totally crazy. I'm I haven't been filming as much as I want to because I know we started our documentary about this, but I'm going to do some more updates on like what's going on. How about yeah. you? I um I forgot we were doing the documentary, so I haven't been filming anything, but I will start again. Um <laughs> I totally forgot. Um but I'm doing good. I mean, like it sucks that, you know, this has to last another month but I think it's probably the best thing for us and I think people need to like really really stay inside more I don't think that they're following the rules like I went for a walk today and Mm -hmm. there were so many people out like so many people and then I started judging them I was like what are they doing go in your home and then I was like well I guess I'm on a walk too (laughs) they can't be at the parks they can't be you know it's like I just feel like maybe some people aren't taking it seriously. Right. I mean, I've definitely noticed the influx of people walking and exercising and bike riding, but they have to, like, you will go crazy if you just stay in your house all day. I totally agree. So it's like, how do we combat this? I don't know. I have no idea. That's why when you're walking, you just stay six feet away from anybody and you just say, hi, how are you? (laughs) I don't even speak to them. I just hold up. I always wear a turtleneck and then I put the turtleneck on my nose so that I don't catch anything. <laughs> wow. I, I know. That's great. Thanks. Yeah. That's a really good, <laughs> that's really good of you. Um, I, and I just try to smile because that's all you can do right now is give people that's a true. smile and yeah, just get your fresh air, get your, get your life together. <laughs> <laughs> You got to get your exercise, you know? Yeah, you got to get your exercise. You got to like, I don't know, you got to find something that that feels good and that makes you feel better because of what's going on in the world. It's a lot of energy to like combat, you know? Oh, girl, I know. Yeah. Don't we all? Everybody is having their own experience and we're all in this together, as everyone keeps saying, so... You know, what better things to do in your spare time when all the stores are closed than to watch documentaries? <laughs> <laughs> and we're here to talk about them. Exactly. And honestly, it's really cool that like one of the, actually, it's the number one top rated Netflix show right now is a documentary. So it just goes to show everybody loves watching them. They're good. And it's, it's totally current and relevant. Like documentaries are amazing. I love them. I know I do too. And this one, okay, so let's talk about, we changed the documentary. We were going to do the uh, Corey Haim and, or the two Corys one. Yeah. Um, but I think he took the link off of the internet. Is that correct? Yeah. I watched it for free on YouTube. Somehow it was there for free. And then like the next day or whatever, when I was trying to find the link to send to you, it was gone. So that I'm not sure what happened there, but it was a really good documentary as well. I'm just going to do a little tangent here. Yeah. So Corey, 
Cor- not Corey Haim, Corey Feldman did the documentary to tell Corey Haim's story. And he explained that Corey Haim was raped by Charlie Sheen when he was like 13 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like on a movie set, like behind a, um, like a trailer. And that, you know, he just basically let like Corey or, um, Charlie Sheen just like gets away with all this crazy behavior and um how old was Charlie Sheen Charlie was in his 20s and uh Corey was only 13 oh my gosh yeah yeah it's a it's really crazy and and what Corey Feldman is saying in this documentary is that like it is really prominent in the industry that young kids are taken advantage of first of all And then second of all, that there's a lot of pedophilia going on and that there was this like nightclub for teenagers that all their agents would take them to where they would like drug them. And then like certain, you know, I don't know, like agents or movie producers would like take the boys with them to like into these other rooms and they were all drugged because they didn't know what was going on. And they were basically like sexually abusing them. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Like famous actors were doing that? Yeah. I mean, famous actors in the 80s is, you know, what Corey is talking about because that's what he experienced. But I don't know, like, you know, they did talk to one boy who recently worked on the Disney Channel who was also sexually abused by his agent. Oh my god. Yeah. So, it's it was just really sad to hear, but you know, it's it happened. So, he was just trying to raise awareness to like, listen, this is what's going on. We need to watch out for the kids too. And especially like what happened to Corey Haim, like Charlie Sheen deserves to, you know, be like prosecuted for this, but I don't know if it's going to happen because it's been so long. You know, Corey Haim's not alive to tell the story, but that was the point of the documentary. Did anything happen to Corey Feldman? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said that um, it was just like since he was a young kid, like once he started getting to be like 10 or 10 to 12, that like his agent would um, tell him, you know, oh, like one agent in particular that like his dad hired to like take care of him was the one who was like giving him drugs and like he would just like tell him to take off his clothes when he was with him at night and like why was he with him at night exactly he was with him like all the time and then um Corey Haim when he became friends with Corey Feldman he was like oh well do you want to mess around And he was like, no, dude, I'm not gay. And the guy was like, well, I'm not either. But, like, that's just what guys do. So he thought that that was normal. He thought that that was, like, okay. And I think that's, like, what he struggled with a lot. Because then he became, like, a drug addict. And he just kind of went on a downward spiral. I don't think he knew how to handle everything that and process everything that he had went through so much trauma like trauma after trauma after trauma that is so sad yeah it was really sad but very enlightening to to know like people need to know that this type of stuff is going on you know yeah and he should like be validated for probably not being heard for so long or believed yeah exactly he tried uh cory feldman had tried to go to the police like a long time ago for being sexually abused by his agent and they were like oh it's it's been however many years like it's too late now (laughs) isn't that crazy that like there's a statute of limitations on rape yeah don't you think that's insane that is absolutely insane because it affects you the rest of your life yeah exactly that's wild yeah so needless to say it's a very good documentary i'm not sure if he's going to release it again or how it's going to be viewed by more people because it was on a pay-per-view but then somehow it ended up on youtube but um it's really it was really good and it was really well done okay good yeah so so that was that that was that so then because we both couldn't watch that we decided on the glorious documentary that is the tiger king exactly (laughs) 
what are your thoughts um well first of all like I started hearing people talk about it so then I was like oh okay like I guess I'll watch it like this could be a good documentary you know everyone's talking about it but like kind of like you said Arielle you're like when people start like having all of this like fandom over it like you kind of get questionable I never want to watch something where five people are like you're gonna love it you gotta watch it I'm always like ugh, fuck off I'll hate it (laughs) I know how I felt about this because I had heard it from like multiple people and I was like "Mm." and I saw like a little clip of like the guy who it was about and I was like "Mm, I'm not sure if I want to go there but then I went there (laughs) and I was like okay yeah this we got to do this we got to talk about this it's so wild because the only reason why I watched it was because I kept seeing memes like everywhere and I didn't know what the memes meant because I didn't know who Joe Exotic was. So like people kept sending me memes like, like isn't this funny? And I'm like, <laughs> who? I, I was like, I've never seen it. So then I just started watching it and boy, <laughs> was it wild. It was Capital exotic. W. It was very exotic. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we chose it. Everyone's talking about it. And I think, yeah, because it is that crazy and that good. Like I was even on a, a conference call for my work today and one of the uh, women on, on the call, she was like, well, good thing Tiger King came out because that kept me occupied all weekend long. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I don't even know, probably like in her 40s or 50s and like just like loved the show. <laughs> Is she gonna start all of her conferences with um hey all you cool cats and kitties? <laughs> <laughs> hey all you cute cat cool cats and kittens. <laughs> it's Carol Baskin here. Okay, so let's talk about um what it is. Okay, yeah. So Joe Exotic, that's not his real name, but he changed it to Joe Exotic because he is a celebrity tiger zookeeper. I guess you could call him that, right? Yeah, you can call him zookeeper or like wrangler or yeah i mean anybody who doesn't know about him or his show or this show is really living under a rock because with nobody being able to go anywhere and everybody at home and on social media and on tv and netflix it's like tiger king mania like he's everywhere <laughs> it really is yeah so obviously he's the tiger king he has a zoo full of tigers that he has accumulated over the years I'm not really sure exactly like how he got them all but he's just fallen in love with tigers since he was like a young guy and he's a gay I was gonna say a gay, <laughs> I was gonna say he's a gay cowboy but he's not really a gay cowboy he's more of like a gay zookeeper he's just like a gay he's a gay gay keeper he's a gay <laughs> um he's not a cowboy what's it called he, I don't I don't hillbilly? know what I was trying to say. Yeah, hillbilly. He's like a hillbilly. He's from Oklahoma, like, and he's yeah. and he's got his his trailers, and he's got his makeshift private zoo, which I had no idea private zoos existed, and I had no I idea. Really, did not know that was a thing either. Yeah, what the heck? Like, you can just have a zoo. You can breed cubs. Well, I don't know if you can anymore. Yeah, they're like breeding, they're breeding ligers. Did you catch that? Yeah. I was like, I thought that was just a joke in Napoleon Dynamite. I didn't (laughs) know that was a real thing. I really didn't. Yeah, I have heard of a liger before. Okay, college. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like really smart. I know about lions and tigers and bears. (laughs) Uh, But basically, this is how I've been describing the show to people. It's about a it's about three three zookeepers essentially mm-hmm. and they all hate this woman who is basically like the pita of wherever she lives um and they all hate her because she is trying to make all of these laws that say you can't have exotic animals as pets you can't breed them you can't um have people come in and pet them you you shouldn't be able to do that right consequently or whatever that word is she <laughs> has her own little land zoo. where she keeps oh no, no, zoo, no, no. It's essentially a, it's a big cat rescue it's a big cat rescue and she takes these animals 
very similar to the animals that all these other three men have. And she pays people to let them come in and look at the tigers. No, they pay her. So she, <laughs> oh, that, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. That's what I mean. So she is doing the exact same thing, essentially, as these guys. But she's calling it a rescue. And I guess she is rescuing them because, like, they don't, they're not allowed to be pet. Like, they can't be pet, right? Right. And she doesn't breed like people. Oh, well, so she says. Right. Well, she's probably not. <laughs> yeah. But I just think it's odd that they're both, they're all doing the same thing. Yeah, they're all doing the same thing, but she's, she's not breeding. And I think that's her main thing is like, she's not breeding them. And hers is a rescue. So she's like, you know, way more above them. And it's, yeah, so it's her, Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Carol Baskin. It's Joe Exotic. Doc Antle and Jeff. I don't know what his last name is. Oh my gosh, that guy is. He's like, I just call him like Jeff Douchey because he wears like Ed Hardy shirts and, <laughs> and a bandana and a, looks... and a trucker hat. Yeah, he looks insane. Yeah. Okay. What about Doc? So Doc's the third character who is like a, a weirdo. <laughs> I'm just going to say more... a weirdo. He's oh he's definitely a weirdo. He's like a more professional Joe Exotic. His zoo is much more uh, established. He's worked with. Did you see the meme that he's worked with like Britney Spears? Yeah, he's like very involved. Like he's been to like the government. Like um, I don't remember where, but it was like some sort of government meeting where he like brought in all his tigers for all the senators to like play with. <laughs> And he he would um, he would do like a lot of movies. So right. like whenever they needed a tiger or a bear or something like that, they, he they would call him. And he did um, Ace Ventura, which I thought was really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like a much more established guy, but he's just as insane. Yeah, like he's essentially running a cult with those women there. Yeah, he's got like multiple wives, which I was like, oh my gosh, really? very young okay that's the thing about this whole tiger situation these people that are obsessed with tigers they seem to be obsessed with like power they seem to like really thrive and live their life like wanting to harness this power from these tigers so doc just seemed exactly like that like he wanted to be powerful and strong and like i've got all these wives and i'm like famous and i've got all these tigers and look at me it's like it's such a weird mentality to have. I agree. It's a very specific type of person that loves tigers. Yeah. Or that, like, gets it. at least, like, you can love them because, like, um, Joe Exotic's boy or husband, they loved the tigers, but they weren't as crazy about it as the other three were. So I think you're right in your, um, in your assumption of them. Because it, it's like if you own them and if you work for if you're a tiger wrangler, then you're a fucking freak, essentially. <laughs> right. Okay. Cause you can love them, but like if you're working for them, I feel like that's a whole nother it's a very specific type. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like Doc at all. He gave me bad vibes. He was like riding his elephant through town, like to the local river. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God, you're horrible. Like that, that elephant is in captivity. Like, I feel like all of these animals are in captivity and that, that also like crushed me just watching the beginning. I was like, I don't know if I could watch this because I have to see all of these animals like living in cages and that just breaks my heart. Even though, you know, to them, they don't know any different because they were born into it and they think it's normal. That's not normal. That's not like, that's not how I you're know. supposed to be and living. And it's almost like, like in, is it instinctual that they have like the attack? Like, yeah, or, like, they have just, like, these in- instincts that even if you don't have, even if you're not, like, in the wild, like, you still have those instincts. So I do think that, like, they know they're not supposed to be there. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very, it was very all so weird. And he's such a weirdo, Doc Anil. He really is, because he's a little bit more self-aware than I think Joe Exotic is. Right. Like, 
I think he knows that what he's doing is wrong. That's why he tries to hide it a little bit more. Like he never really said they were his wives. He just said like, oh, I keep my girls here. Like he called them his girls. He never said that like, yes, I'm dating all of them. Other people said it for him. Right. You know, so like he's just a very secretive and weird and you could tell he's like into really weird sex sex stuff probably right exactly yeah and okay like towards the end they start talking about how he actually like it's not proven but they're trying to prove that he has like a gas chamber that he uses on the baby Mm. tigers after they reach like four or five months they're too big and they're too dangerous to be like petting cubs now and they could actually like cause like stitches and stuff like that so they're too big to be pet but once they become that big then they become a liability because now you have to like feed it and it costs a lot of money to house a tiger I don't remember how much they said like a hundred thousand or something yeah so supposedly he has this like gas chamber where he euthanizes all of these baby cubs after he uses them. It's so Which sad. is so crazy because he was saying like his justification for having the tigers and like doing what he's doing at like, his job. He was saying like, oh, everybody, I don't know why the PETA is so mad at us because they're saying like all these creatures are going to be extinct they're going to be they're like in fear of extinction but look like we're breeding more we have more like we're creating more life for them but then he's killing them right but he just sees it as like it's like endless like I can create as many tigers as I want because I have all of these tigers breeding so it doesn't matter if I kill them because I can just make more it's crazy it was so sad it's such like I looked at all three of those men and I was even Carol Baskin it's mm-hmm. such a lifestyle, you know, like it is a very specific lifestyle that they live like that. Doc Annell even said he's like, this is not a job. This is what you do. We wake up in the morning and we work. This is what we do every single second of the day. Right. It just seems exhausting. Oh, my gosh. Like his wife, the one that got the breast implants. She yes. was like she was like every day I work nonstop like cover 14 hour days wake up work go to sleep work like all we do is work and I remember that they encouraged me to get breast implants you know so that I would be more attractive because he always wanted us to be sexy like sexy with the tigers all the time mm-hmm. so I was like, I would never get breast implants, but the thought of being able to like have a couple days off because I would have to heal from the breast implants made me decide to get them. I was like, (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Like, you are definitely in a cult for sure. And that was sad because she was saying, like, the only way that you got to like have better food and sleep in an actual bed was if you slept with him. Do you remember that? Yeah. He, she was like, we slept in like these little, it wasn't even like homes. It was like these little. Um, she might have even said like, uh, not cages, but like, yeah, like something like that. It was like, it wasn't even like, it was like a less than a room. I forgot exactly what she said. Yeah. But she was essentially like, we're sleeping on cots with cockroaches. It's disgusting. And if you wanted a nicer bed and like a room and like better food, then you had to like sleep with him. Yeah. Ugh. And she ended up leaving his cult, which is really good. <laughs> Thank God. I wonder what she's doing now. They never said. Yeah. But that, yeah. So Doc is absolutely cray-cray. I mean, they're all cray-cray for sure. But he just gave me like, ugh, gross, scary, like, vibes. You know what I loved about the show, though? What? I loved that anytime you thought, wow, this this is like a crazy person, it got crazier. And then you were like, oh, there can't possibly be someone like weirder than this guy. And then you <laughs> see another guy that doesn't have teeth and like no shirt. And then you're like, well, this is it. And then there's another guy. Like, no, it's like an endless supply of insane people. Yeah. <laughs> making horrible choices. Story. Like, at first I was like, okay, because they show in the beginning um, Joe Exotic talking from jail. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, he ends up in jail like what happens you know and my mom had like told me before I finished the show that like somebody's husband was missing and I was like does he kill somebody like what happens oh my gosh 
And like, I had no idea. But then as you just continue to watch, the story just keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier <laughs> with the fact that Carol Baskin's freaking ex-husband was has been missing for like all of these years. Okay, well, let's talk about that. I have a theory. What is your theory? Um, my theory is that for sure she has something to do with his death. Um, did she feed him to the tigers? Maybe. Did she bury him somewhere? Maybe. But I think she was involved in his uh, death for sure. Really? I'm going to say, well, <laughs> I can go both ways. That's one. That's one of my theories. Yeah. Okay, my theory is that this guy, I think his name is Don. Uh-huh. Don was a very shady guy. He cheated on his wife. He's what when they when Carol Baskin talked about how they met. Yeah. He said that she said that he literally drove around in circles three times begging her to get into a car, then gave her a gun and said you can sh- you can point the gun at me at any time if you think that I'm crazy. For some reason she obliged <laughs> and then he was a kind of a controlling guy, allegedly. Mm-hmm. He had a ton of money. He was obviously a very shady person, like going to Costa Rica all the time, cheating on Carol, then coming back. I think that it's not crazy for him to leave her because it seemed like they weren't getting along the last couple of years or months of their their Right. They were, they were going to get a divorce. Right. So it seems like he maybe tried to set her up. Or he just didn't give a shit and then left to Costa Rica or whatever. And she was like, well, fuck you. Took all of his money, like waited the five years and one day and then collected the insurance and was like, fuck you. I'm just taking all your money or whatever was left. I'm sure he took some of his money with him. I don't know. But I don't think she killed him. You don't? I no, don't think. I, don't. I mean, I don't think that he would actually just like like the story was too that like oh he he drove his van to the airport where he got like a small plane and he flew his way to Costa Rica like I don't I mean it's like it's possible that he's in Costa Rica and just like hiding out but I don't think he would have left like all his whole family his children all his stuff to Carol and just like completely disappeared and then she she got a hold of his will and everything, and she changed it. To, right. To, That's why I think it was a fuck you. I feel like it was like she knew what she was doing because she knew he was dead. Interesting. Like, why could you, why would you, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Because also that she changed the will to say, in the case of my death or if I go missing. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- nobody ever says that on in a way. Right. So highly suspicious. Right. See, I took that as like, obviously they're trying to frame her for murder, Mm -hmm. but I took that as like, she, he didn't, he left and probably took as much money as he could at that time, thinking that if he died, everything would go to the kids, but maybe wasn't smart enough to realize, well, she's going to change the will and maybe didn't know that you had to wait the five years and then the one day. And she was like, no, 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 you screwed me. So I'm going to screw you. I think they're both shady. Yeah, you're right. I could see that too. And he did think that the will was left um, to his assistant who was very right. trustworthy, who was always like watching out for him. And she was the power of attorney on it. So he probably thought like, okay, she would handle everything. But little did he know. He messed with the wrong kitty. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, she was strange. Very strange as well. Okay, so what do you think of Joe Exotic's um, husbands? The Thruple. <laughs> <laughs> that marriage was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh my life. gosh, with their hot pink shirts. Oh, so, it was so funny. I actually watched an interview. David Spade has a show right now where he's like interviewing all the people from the show oh my god because he um you know people are like oh you should play joe exotic in the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> so you he, should so he's like and he's really into the documentary so he's been like interviewing them and he interviewed the husband the one with all the tattoos obviously mm-hmm. the one sadly kills himself which is horrible yeah but um he interviews him and he was like oh no like i'm not gay like i was never gay and um 
you know, I just got persuaded by Joe. Joe was very convincing and he just like convinced me of all the stuff and he just like, I just got swept up by him, you know? And he was like, you know, me and, um, I can't remember the other Taylor, Tyler, the Tyler. Yeah. Tyler was the other husband. He was like, yeah, we didn't really get along. We didn't really like, we didn't really have much to do with each other. We both were just in it for Joe. So it was very, very interesting. And then also Tyler, when he was there, like Joe asked him like, oh, are you gay or something? And he was like, no. And then he asked him about like watching porn and like, well, do you like the big one or do you like the small one? You know what I mean? So like he kind of yeah. tricked him in a way to make him think that like, oh, also porn has like nothing to do with what you actually want to happen. Right. You know? Yeah. So that was interesting. He just. I yeah. heard that that guy has teeth now. Oh, yeah, he does. They look does great. Does he look attractive? Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, he's got teeth now. He got his tattoo, you know, changed. <laughs> he's a new man. He's a new man. He's yeah. got a kid and a wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I think um, David Spade asked him, like, oh, do you talk to Joe? And he was like, hell no. I I don't talk to him at all. My wife will wring my neck if I get caught talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay so so let's talk about um let's talk about uh there's so much i know (laughs) let's talk about the other guy so that we talked about doc Uh let's talk about um jeff and then let's talk about joe because he's like the main guy right 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 so let's talk about jeff jeff's scary (laughs) (laughs) i'm scared of him i don't want anything to do with him um he just looks very scary, very intimidating. Like he will hurt somebody and he's not afraid to do it. Yeah. He, he is such a gross piece of shit too, because (laughs) he was like, do you remember when his wife was, she was pregnant. So like, I think this was the last episode or second to last. Mm -hmm. She was pregnant and he kept showing pictures of her when she was like super thin and, um, like like maybe a little bit younger and he was like she's gonna get back to that we want her to get back to that she's gonna work out and he kept talking about how thin she was and hot and how like she's basically like gross now yeah so it was like so demeaning and she just laughed it off yeah and then he was saying oh um the nanny that we're gonna get she's gonna be hot because like i don't want to have just like anybody and then he showed the picture yeah. of the nanny and he's like hide. he's like yeah i can't wait i can't wait till she starts i'm just like oh my gosh and he and her had obviously like lots of threesomes and would bring lots mm-hmm. of women into their relationships so that was normal for them i don't think the wife was really into it i think that one day she's gonna get fed up and leave <laughs> i agree with you i think one day when she is because she's a really pretty woman yeah I think she's obviously younger than him Mm -hmm. and he's gross and I'm sure he's bald underneath that little bandana of his (laughs) and I think that when he because he doesn't have any money basically he like right like they all everyone kept saying like the Lamborghini he would always come in on was not paid for and he didn't have any money and I think she all the stuff that he she thought he was clearly he is not right. and then he probably will go to jail and i think she's gonna leave him she's gonna take that baby and leave him yeah as she should she should yeah he's weird and gross and you can tell he's um he's very controlling too absolutely so controlling sex addict and then bringing the tigers into the casinos into the hotel rooms to bring back girls and he was putting them in suitcases. Horrible. Like, that's animal cruelty for sure. It is. And they act like they love the animals. I know. They're, they just, using, they're just using them. I know. <laughs> I think it starts out as love. Totally. Because they're like, wow, this is so crazy. Like, you only see these in the wild. And then you're right. Like, that one power thing sets in. And then they just don't know how to be nice anymore. Right. I don't know what, the, I don't know what it is. A flip gets... A switch gets flipped and they become obsessed with the power of it the ego of it yeah yeah that was crazy and then what about when jeff um was like playing around with the tiger and it 
the tiger freaking bit him. Did that you was see hilarious. that? <gasps> yes. He was he was literally trying to fight. Was it a lion? It might have been a lion. I don't remember. It might have been a lion. And he was laying there with his wife and then the, the lion got pissed a little bit. And then yeah. the, he was like telling the wife, like, get out of here. Go, go, go. And then he started like yelling at the tiger, like trying to fight with him. Didn't he shoot it? No, was that, that was Joe. Sucked. That was Joe. This guy, though, he finally like got away. But I think the tiger like drew blood for sure. Sh- I think it was a lion. Yeah, he dragged him a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like. Obviously, this is a sign. The lion does not want to be with you. <laughs> like, Or in a cage. Or in a cage. Like, don't you get it? Like, the lion is attacking you. That's not like, hello, something's not right here. <laughs> so. Yeah, Jeff was a, Jeff was a very uh, creepy figure. And he just screwed over every single person that he did business with. Right. It was wild. He screwed over every single person. Yeah. Yeah, he like bought the zoo from Joe to like help him and then he ended up just like taking it over. Yeah. Right, and changing things and adding other people. And then when Joe was in jail, he was like, "Well, you know what? This Joe has like a bad name, so we're just going to take this to another state." And he added this other guy in, and then he screwed over the other guy. I know. Yeah. Okay. So jo- Joe ends up in jail because Jeff, Jeff instigates the murder for hire of Carol because he has this guy that works for him that'll basically do anything he asks. So he tells Joe, you know, you really want to kill her. You're going to have to go down to Florida. She rides this bike path. Like we know exactly where that is. We Google image it and like we can have her killed. And then Joe gets led into that path like okay let's kill her and he gives the guy money and then he ends up in jail (laughs) which is crazy why doesn't Jeff go to jail because he was the one that helped him because Jeff didn't really do anything he didn't give money to anybody to to murder you know what I mean yeah he but he was like conspiring it yeah exactly but they need more proof for that like joe literally gave that guy money and they have like kind of proof for that even though the guy who got the money was like oh i wasn't even gonna go kill her i just was gonna take his money (laughs) right so yeah that just a whole nother thing of that guy jeff just being super shady and screwing everybody he knew what he was doing he did he totally knew Mm -hmm. he was like i'm gonna get this guy taken away locked up I'm going to take his zoo and I'm going to be the one who's in charge here. I just like never thought like having a zoo (laughs) would be such like an entrepreneurial (laughs) thing, you know? I don't think they were making that much money from it, but it's also like their obsession with like being famous and being like, you know what I mean? Like, like Joe, he was so obsessed with being famous. Like they all just want this like fame and like they want to be looked at like wow, like like a god, you know? Which is so crazy because if someone were to come up to me and try and like hit on me and be like, I have tigers, do you want to see them? That would not do anything for me. I would be like, No. Why would I want to see a tiger? I like I don't get I don't care. Like that's not a that's not like a winning line for me (laughs) is it for you i'm trying to think like different right now absolutely not i would be like are you kidding me you have a real tiger like you should be reported to the police um but if i were to think back when i was like i don't know 18 or something like that and somebody told me they had a tiger i might have thought oh my gosh that's so cool like wow i didn't know like people really own tigers (laughs) because i didn't because i'm so ignorant to knowing like the the truth about what's going on you know what I mean but wouldn't you take one look at Doc Antle's ponytail and be like you know what how how do I know that he knows how to like wrangle the tiger how do I know that the tiger is not gonna bite me like that all of that would go through my mind yeah that's true but they they use baby cubs to get people you know what I mean yeah but I didn't know that they couldn't bite did you know that no but I figure if they're babies they're their bite isn't like that hard. <laughs> wow. I don't know. 
Well, I get it. I mean, I get, hey, it works for some women. It does. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think, like, if you're just not very, like, aware of, like, I don't know, animal rights, people, like, you're just not very self-aware, then maybe you'll be like, oh, wow, so cool. Oh, my God. Or you're into the illegal, dangerous world that, like, they live in. Oh, and they said it was really good to get girls because girls wanted that Instagram picture. Right. And everybody was using that photo with a big tub as their Instagram photo or their... Or their Tinder or something. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so should we move on to our main attraction, Um, which is the the man, the myth? Yes. I gotta tell you, Joe Exotic, I loved his songs. (laughs) Can you believe that somebody, I mean, it to have, what did he say? He had six albums with like 25 songs on each album. That is impressive. That is impressive. But did he Where write someone else that has that? Because I, I don't think know, he sang I, I, them. He didn't? <laughs> no, yes, he did. No. It, Who sang them? It was them? like auto-tune. Do you think so? Absolutely. One of the, one of the guys said it on David Spade's show. <gasps> who said it the husband he said that was not joe's name <laughs> who was it then i don't know he didn't really say who it was but my assumption would be like auto-tune or something like that oh my god i thought he was so good i'm so ignorant i was like wow this guy has a really good career in singing <laughs> don't you think they were good that song here kitty kitty with carol baskin that was so yeah catchy. the songs were good but he i think in the show they showed a clip of him singing it in his car I don't know if you remember that part. And he did not sound like the song (laughs) at all. I mean, someone did point that out to me when I said that. And, and I thought, yes, it didn't. But also like, you know, he was on a bumpy road. (laughs) He he didn't have all his instruments there. The acoustics. I just thought, I I don't know. know, Maybe you're right. It just wasn't the the right setting for his It wasn't the right setting to come out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was him singing at all. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, okay. So, um, what what are your? Um, how would you describe Joe in like three words? I would uh, three words. Um, yeah. Mm. Obviously, sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just sexy eyebrow ring. <laughs> okay, is it not? I feel like America is Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring right now. We're just ha- barely hanging on <laughs> with know. all of this coronavirus. We are Joe. We are all Joe Exotic's eyebrow ring. I know. There's so many freaking <laughs> funny memes. I'm just like, um, my friend JC was like sending me a million, or he was like sending a group a million of them. <laughs> just like hilarious oh yeah the case well i mean it's not very nice <laughs> but it's like um the husband's teeth like you know how two of them are close together and then two others are like further apart yeah it was like this is too close for social distance <laughs> and this is much better for social distance <laughs> i was like oh so my gosh oh that's funny yeah but anyway, yeah, I would say Joe has a good heart. I think that he genuinely had a good has a good heart. Like he cares about people and he cared about the animals in the beginning, but I think he just got too obsessed with being famous and like his ego was totally inflated and that was what ruined him. Yeah. Yeah, I think at first he started out really truly loving animals. I mean, I think it's fair to say that he's been through something traumatic in his childhood, mm-hmm. you know, just to be like that wild. And he, you could just tell he's, he's been through some stuff, I think. Uh-huh. And so um, I think that it started out with an actual love for the animals, but then you're right. He sort of just like didn't care about anybody but himself and his TV show Which I actually have a question. That's what I was going to ask you. So you know how they said that um, the guy that was filming his reality show and his television show on the internet, Mm -hmm. he said that all of the footage that because they shot continuously and never stopped all of that footage that he had for that show 
was destroyed in a fire but we saw footage from his whole life so what is what is that (laughs) how did we how did they get the footage if it was all destroyed because he was in jail I don't know because I mean they were obviously filming a lot of stuff before that guy even got there so I'm sure they had a ton of footage already and then remember but wasn't Joe Exotic in jail yeah, but remember they went to, um, they got, like, all these, like, uh, computers um, from somewhere. I don't remember where they were getting them from, but they were, like, all these old computers that had, like, all this old stuff on them. No? Do you not remember mm, that? I don't remember that. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, this probably has so much, so much stuff on it. Like, these are all of our old computers. And that wasn't burned? No. Oh, Okay. Yeah, but I don't know if everything was burned. He said it was, but who knows? And then also, like, I think they were doing a lot of other filming before. Because he already wanted to be famous. You know, he already wanted to have his TV show. So I think they had a lot of prior video. Yeah, that could be. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that he set it all on fire? Joe Exotic? I don't think so. I'm not sure how that happened. I didn't really get that part. Yeah, I don't think that... I think that the guy who was filming everything, who Joe said did the fire, I don't think he did it because he's right. The guy was like, that, is, that was my retirement. Like, that was what I... Why would I waste my years of my life doing this shitty internet show and then just delete all of it? He's like, there's no way I would do that. And then he he described the conversation he had with Joe that was um, when Joe was like trying to fire him or something. And he goes, well, I own everything that I have filmed. Like you signed right. a contract that said I own it. And then it's just so odd that, you know, it all went up in flames. Right. Good point. Yeah. I think maybe, they, maybe Joe did have something to do with it. Yeah. It just seemed odd. Very. Or it was Carol Baskin. Maybe she didn't want him to have his TV show. He didn't like his TV show that he was doing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So. Well, what else? Well, it was pretty shocking that Joe literally ran for president. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then he ran for governor. Like. I'm just like what and but he was so sweet the way he was like campaigning and talking to people you know he was like you know I'm just like I'm just like everybody else like you know we got to get one of me in there we got to even though I'm broke like that's all right we got to get one of me in there you know they never had anybody like me in there and I was just like oh like I know it was really funny and he was like I'm a gay tiger I'm a gay cowboy tiger loving something yeah Yeah, like some funny phrase he would always use yeah and he would pass out his bumper stickers and his condoms that was (laughs) wild his condoms yeah and that's what jeff was so mad at him about because i guess he was supposed to be like investing in the zoo and really Mm -hmm. joe was spending all this money on like his um his merchandise merchandise for his 60 grand 60 oh my gosh hilarious and did you love his campaign manager yeah. I loved his campaign manager. He's like, I was just working at, you know, I don't remember if it was Walmart or at the gun shop or something. And he's like, yeah. And he asked me to be his campaign manager. That is my dream job. I was, I, like, I was like, wow. This little guy. He's like, I'm a libertarian and that is my dream job. I was like, he goes, I don't even know if Joe knows what libertarian means. <laughs> oh my oh. God. That was so good. It was. It was hilarious. Yeah. So do you think the the latest husband of his, do you think that he is really gay? He does seem he does seem like he is really gay and that he does really love him. Yeah, I agree. That's what that sense I got from him. I got that sense too, because the other ones didn't really seem gay. Not that you can always seem gay, but this this one did seem a little bit more um not straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then wasn't that crazy as well when Joe, um, the tiger was like biting his shoe and then he like bit him. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh, he's attacking him. He's attacking him. (laughs) 
And then the girl that got her arm bit off I and know. then was at work three days later. Yeah. And that's crazy. That was wild. You know what, though? And this is what, like, I guess they didn't, they caught it on video, but they didn't show it. She stuck her arm in, like, where they would normally put the meat to feed oh. the tigers. And she's like, you know, that is absolutely rule number one. Like, we never do that, you know? But I don't know if yeah. she was trying to pet the tiger through there and he just thought it was meat and he like ripped her you know see the the people that worked there like the guy that had the long hair the guy that had the no legs and then the other I mean everybody that worked there seemed to really actually love genuinely love the animals yeah 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 and it gave them like they didn't let the power right right exactly and that was one of the things I don't I think it was the husband that said he in the David Spade interview, he was like, Joe always found people that were just, you know, barely like struggling to survive. And he would like bring them in and he would just like, oh, no, it was like one of the it was the manager of the zoo, I think. So he would just bring in these people that like had nothing you know and then they were like given these opportunity to work with these amazing animals and like they fell in love with them and like they fell in love with the job and they were like so loyal and committed to it yeah and it was sad that like it got so bad to a point where they had to eat the the meat from the walmart that was expired oh my gosh that made me so sad and they were using it for the pizza too that they were selling customers I mean, if you think about it, he really is an entrepreneur. <laughs> he had a zoo, a pizza shop. He ran for, he got votes for yeah. president and governor. Yeah, he did. Much better than I thought. And he was on like local TV and all that. I mean, it's hilarious. He has merchandise. He had a television show. He had six albums. I mean, the guy does not quit. Right. Yeah. It's wild. Pretty amazing. He's a very, he's a memorable person. He truly is. He's memorable. He is someone that should be on TV. Yeah, definitely. And that's what he was working his whole life to do. And now it's really sad that he's in jail. Do you think that anyone else from the show will go to jail? I think, um, I don't know. Jeff would be the only one that I would think would be the unless they can really find some dirt on Carol Baskin. (laughs) I feel like Carol Baskin will never see the light of jail. She will never see it. She she did a good job covering up that murder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I did think it was interesting when the husband, the the newest husband was going through all of the the storage unit and then pulled up those papers and then start he said something like he was looking for something and then he read something out loud that he wasn't supposed to read it said like doc antle purchased from doc antle to joe exotic and then the guy was like don't read that you're not supposed to read that and then he shut the paper and took the folder and then the husband was like oh okay sorry i didn't know that that's what makes me think maybe something maybe joe has something on all of them and in order to get out of jail he will use all of his information that he has yeah that's what it sounds like he wanted to do like towards yeah. the end he was like these guys are gonna these guys are gonna pay just like i'm having to pay right now yeah and because he has proof about doc yeah right but doc was kind of you know on his side the entire time mm, uh, i don't know wasn't he <laughs> i think he was like he's like his friend but if Doc is doing the same exact stuff, only worse, like he's euthanizing these like animals, then he deserves to be in jail too, you know? Oh, no, no, I totally think he should be in jail. But I mean, he was on Joe Exotics, like he was a friend of Joe Exotics. So I don't know if Joe would turn him in. Maybe he would turn him in in like in return for like less time or something. Oh, you, like th- that. you think he would you think he would do that? Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, he probably might. Yeah, and who knows about that Jeff guy? Like, they, they, I don't know how much they have on him. And then the other guy, too, who was supposed to go there um, and kill her. With the, yeah. He lied under oath. So that should have been a mistrial. It should have been, right? Yeah. But it wasn't. And he went to jail. 
so crazy. So I was overall, I did obviously I loved the I loved the series. I thought it was super interesting and all the characters were like very, very entertaining. Yeah. But I hate when there's no ending. Like there's really not an ending. He's in jail. Nothing that we wanted to happen happened. I don't know. It just didn't seem like it's like making a and... murderer. <laughs> yes, it's like making a murderer. It's like you're just left like waiting for like resolution. Like what or is just happen, please. Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of annoyed with it. Yeah. I mean, this the ending to me was like the saddest part because remember they showed the two apes that Joe Exotic had at his uh, zoo and that he had kept them in separate cages next to each other like their whole lives and he ended up sending them to like an ape um, rehabilitation I don't know rescue center in Florida and that they were allowed to be in the same cage and they had like a really nice like green lush like area that they were in and that they were like hugging each other and like touching each other and he was like feeling guilty, like he deprived them of that his whole life of their I know. lives. It did seem like he really understood the impact he made, like the negative impact he made. Yeah, and also for all the tigers too. Like imagine them out in the wild, and like you, you know, not that they could be because they were not, they're not from there. They were born, you know, in America. But it's kind of the same idea that like you have kind of deprived these animals of like what is natural for them do you think that if they put the tigers that were in the cages if they took them to wherever they are originally from do you think that they would just like know instinctually what to do and like how to kill for their food and like do you think that they would get they would be fine i think that they would know instinctually what to do yeah like they could see an animal that they could kill they would do it for sure but I think that they would actually probably try to find humans because they're used to being around humans. So they would probably end up closer to the cities and like they wouldn't be out in the wild like like the wild ones that avoid people. I think these ones would want to be around people because that's what they're used to, you know? Oh, interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. And I, I think that they could kill if they, they were starving. But I think that they're so used to getting their food from humans that, that they would have a way harder time doing that, too. So I don't know if they would survive, hmm. which is sad. That was like another thing at the end when they said there was only 4,000 tigers in the wild. But there's actually five to 10,000 in captivity in the United States alone. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I know. Okay, so final thoughts. Final thoughts are that I absolutely love the show. I think I binge watched like a couple episodes one after the other. Same. (laughs) And every time it just got better and better and better. And I, um, yeah, it opened my eyes to big cats and to captivity in the United States. And remember, I told you I saw Bobcat in the wild, like, during this time that I was, like, watching it, which was really cool. And so, yeah, it just brings more awareness to my mind of of lions and tigers and just that, like, I don't think it's okay for people to have them. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't really want to go to, like, I don't know, like, even zoos now. I'm just like, I don't really want to go to a zoo. I don't really want, I don't really think humans should be in a like meddling with animals lives is that weird no I don't (laughs) think that's weird either I feel like if you want to know more about animals then either be a marine biologist or whatever that's an anthropologist or whatever and then study them in their habitat and then just leave them there or read a book you know like because it's like you don't got to be touching them yeah, it's like the Sea World thing too. It's like these animals, these big whales and dolphins are like in captivity and you're using them to like make money and there's no like quality of life for them. That's what I feel. There's just no quality of life for an animal that's in captivity. Right. And it's all under the guise of like education. Right. Like it's not education. It's for like photos and, and entertainment. And if you want the education, then go to school for that. 
right and go to the wild and observe it in the wild like why do you need to have a bird in a cage i don't know don't i don't know i know it was very weird so it, it opened my eyes to that also yeah lots of animal rights issues in the world but it's all also a matter of perspective you know um everything lives and everything dies you know and there's only so much you can do as one person except just do your best to live by your own moral compass that is a very beautiful ending to this episode jenna well thank you (laughs) (laughs) and i really enjoyed talking about it it was a lot of fun I know it was. So I would recommend. Would you recommend? Absolutely. I've already told like numerous people about it. <laughs> um, do we have, is it your turn to pick or is it my turn to pick? I, I think don't it's remember. my turn because you chose the mask we live in or you live in. And then I chose this one. So you're up next. Okay. So it's my turn. Okay. I don't have anything as of right now. So I will do some research and then, um, you know, we'll be back with another episode. That sounds fantastic. I can't wait. Okay, cool. Yay. Hey, hey Jenna. Hey, Arielle. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> You're a cool cat and kitten. Oh, you cool cat and kittens. Thanks for listening to us talk documentary <laughs> today. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you next time on Talkumentary Talk-umentary. Hour. <laughs>